Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into the best fatherhood radio show in the world. Furthering Fathering Radio Show. It's the Furthering Fathering Radio Show. The, the, the brothers are back in the building. Brother J in NYC and Brother L in the ATL. The, the, the Furthering Fathering Radio Show starts in five. Four, three, two, one. You ready? Let's get the conversation started. I emphasize that if anyone is listening to this as a replay or listening to it live, connect with further and fathering. You will be encouraged. You will be edified. The 20, 30 minutes that we're on the radio chopping it up is nothing compared to the energy and the strength you will receive from men who love you just because you're a man. And then as they get to know you, they speak life to you, they challenge you, they affirm you, and they enable you to be powerful where you're needed, which is with your family. Brother Derek, you're saying hello. It's not only, it's not only um, good for the child, but I think it's a mandate from God. Um, I think the heart of the Father belongs to men, and God has called us to be that for as many children as we can. So I don't echo everything you said. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board with that. And I think um, the call is for more men to embrace that truth so that we can begin to rebuild our community, our nation, one family at a time. going on right now, and um, it's apropos that we call out to our Heavenly Father. Uh, uh, um, It's incredible that our guest wrote a book called, I Need You, Daddy. If there's any time we need our Abba, our Daddy, the big D-A-D-D-Y, it's right now. Um, And I'm going to go into, since our conversation had been going from uh, perceptive perception through perceptiveness, which is discernment, into presence. We're talking about presence, and we need the presence of fathers. And and God has intentionally placed us as believers and to give us presence even now. And I'm going to read from Matthew 5, uh, 14 to 16 in the King James Version, and it reads as follows. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord. For you, for your presence, for you never leave, 
nor forsake in the midst of COVID, in the midst of economic struggle, in the midst of, uh, of uh, turmoil, cultural turmoil, in the midst of political turmoil, we can look at the, the, toward the hill whence cometh our help. Our help cometh from you. And we thank you, Lord, for your stability and the peace you give. You said to be anxious for nothing. But by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let our requests be made known unto you, Lord. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. You've given us presence, Lord, and presence is about placement. It's about position. It's about power. It's about positivity. It's about poise. It's about posture. It's about pronouncements and promotion. We're, We're here to plant. We're here to perform and proclaim and project everything lead to your providence, your purpose, and your plan. So we thank you, Lord, for this time as we call you. We need you, Daddy, and and, and we need you right now. In the master's name of Jesus the Christ, amen and amen. So today's show, uh, I need you, Daddy, you know, it's a statement that many of us made to our natural fathers and to our heavenly father. Uh, and, and in the past weeks, you know, we talked about the discussion of, about perception and uh, discernment, which is perceptiveness. Um, uh, and we started to talk about presence, especially now. We need the presence of fathers and astute, discerning leadership. So our guest today, our guest today wrote a children's book, and it's actually entitled... I need you, Daddy. And she is a teacher, an author, and a leader. Uh, she studied leadership, and that is her prof- uh, her profession as a leader. And I'm going to welcome our studio audience to Courtney Lewis. Miss Courtney Lewis, how are you today? I am doing well. How about yourself? <laughs> I am excited. To be alive, uh, from author to author, how uh, uh, I understand that it, it, there's a process that you go through because um, uh, you not only have the prose but you have the the drawings that that go with it, and there's a you know, uh, there's so many things. But uh, why fatherhood? Why why did you decide to tackle fatherhood? Okay, I decided to tackle fatherhood for one because I have such an amazing relationship with my dad, and I feel that sometimes. Dads are just really, really overshadowed, not to take any shine away from the mom, but there really are some phenomenal fathers out there, and I really wanted to share that story because just growing up as a child, even though some of my friends may not have had their father around, my dad always was that one to kind of step in, and I know that was one of the reasons why so many people wanted to come to the house because that presence was there. So that's what made me just jump in and decide to write the book. Oh, that's powerful. So it, it leads right into presence. So you say that your father had a presence about him, that, and it's a special presence. It's not a presence that pushed away. It was an inviting, a strong, inviting presence that you said a lot of people wanted to come to the house. They felt welcome, right? There was a warmth in the house. Uh, there was a peace in the house. There was safety in the house. There were so many things going on in the house. So uh, let's honor your father. What's your father's name? His name is Al Lewis. Al Lewis. Well, well uh, if, he's, if, if he's within earshot, 
Um, God bless you, Mr. Lewis. Um, you know, uh, a tree is known by its fruit, and your 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 daughter has is is accomplished. Um, she's she's done well in school. She's a teacher. She's a leader. And 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 God bless you, Mr. Al Lewis, a man worthy of honor. Um, um, Courtney, um, when you started writing, a matter of fact, let's let's, let's go all the all the way back to when you were a child. When you saw okay. your 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 dad, because everybody has a fatherhood story, and you started to tell it. Um, what are some of the things that he instilled in you that are clear and evident? How you see things even today? Um, and, and, um, so what are some of the like like wisdom words or? or Things, uh, 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 things that he did, even in his silence, that uh, are instilled in you today. Oh wow! Uh, one definitely is work ethic. As a child, I remember just growing up, and we had chores. And I remember we used to have to dust, and I hated dusting. Oh my gosh, how I hated it. <laughs> And I used to be in color guard, and I remember my dad would take my white glove <laughs> and go across my desk <laughs> or go across my dressing, and he would show me that dust. And so um. his thing was, if you're going to do it, you need to do it right oh. and do it right the first time so you don't have to do it. Um, something else that he really instilled in me was timeliness. Yes. We would go look for, when I was looking for a job, I remember my dad would go with me to find the location. We would mark it a couple of days before, just so I had an idea of how long it was going to take me during that time of traffic. And then he would always say, you need to get there like 30 minutes to an hour early. He still like that. Now, I'm not really going to do the hour, but (laughs) timeliness. He uh, instilled in me. Uh, Something else that he really, being a person of your word, when my dad tells me he's going to do something, he does it. And I must say, having, he and my mom both do that. Whatever it is that they say they can do, they will do. If they can't do it, it's understood. But we always knew growing up that if mom and dad said that they were going to do something, they stuck to that. And so, that's something that I have a lot in me. A lot of people depend on me, but that's because whatever I say I'm going to do, I follow through. That is awesome. So so there's something to who you are that, um, and, 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 you know, they always say that a, a tree is known by its fruit. The fruit of your success even now are from seeds that your dad planted from way back when. So I, I would I'm I would imagine that that you run the uh, white glove test on others now, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I have? Maybe not a white glove, but I mean, definitely being in the classroom. Yeah, I, I get them because if you just do it right the first time, you don't have to go back and do it and just instill and just even the word speaks about doing stuff with excellence. And so that's yes. something that I really have gotten from both of my parents and something that is just a personal practice for myself. And it helps me a lot because even just growing up as a child, 
we we get involved in situations. We might have some girlfriends that may have wanted to influence you to do some other things. But it's amazing how my dad used to help me make decisions because I would think to myself, what would my dad say if I did that? Even today as an adult, I still really care about how my dad sees me. So it's a very overpowering and overwhelming experience, but it even makes me even more proud to know that I make my dad proud. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. And and, and, and the, that that timeliness, that work ethic, and that uh, stick-to-itiveness and keeping your word is how you're able to do things like go through uh, uh, schooling, multiple levels of schooling, and, and everybody who is an author, and uh, um, Lamont and I are authors as well, knows that it takes a lot of time, dedication, and consistency to mm-hmm. even write a book, to even write a book. And so we know that, that what he's instilled in you is showing even now. Now, now the book itself, the book itself, um, uh, and now we want to give a shout-out to Ashley, who, who made this all possible. What's up, Ashley? Um, yes. <laughs> uh, if you wanted to, to, to say uh, the, whole, the whole name of her, her, her company that, that uh, made this happen and, and, and what she does, you, you can do that. Um, yeah, but um, yes. she, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Courtney. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I definitely want to give a shout-out to Ashley, the Ashley M. King, because I was in a a place of just searching for how to get this book out, and my sorority sister gave me her information, and she has been nothing less than phenomenal. I mean, immediately awesome. she definitely jumped on it. Her signature says to get it done, Queen. That is her all day. Thank you, Ashley. And that, that leads you, know, that's that work ethic, that timeliness. It's funny how what's instilled in you, you connect with. And when you connect with that, it pushes you further. You know, and further and farther, we, we, we always say that we always partner with people based on three things, passion, quality, and compassion. And if you have all three of those things, we can partner and move together. And, then, and, and, and it sounds like that's how you operate as well, and, and you just gave an example of it. So the book itself, the book itself, um, you, how long did it take you to write it? Um, and does it match anybody that you know, or did you pull from various other stories? Because Quinn and, and, and Milan, um, do you, are there – are there an actual Quinn in Milan in your life? Yeah, actually, Quinn and Milan are me and my brothers. So my middle name <laughs> is Quinn, and my brother's middle name is Milan. So the characters are based around my brother and I. And some of the examples, some of the happenings in the story were just some things that we went through growing up, and then a lot of most of the stories came from me just having conversations with my students at work. Um, it was just one thing that I learned as an educator is that in my mind, I felt like kids knew certain things because that's how I grew up. But as I began to work with students, I realized that some students just did not have the same exposure to things that I did. And so yeah. some of the things that I wrote about are things that I'm 
finding myself talking to students about, especially with just having my dad would work with us a lot on just on homework. My dad would proofread my papers when I was in college. (laughs) My parents, I remember my mom bought the encyclopedias. We ended up with computers down the line, but it was never a reason of why you can't get the work done. So that's why you see dad showing her how to go to YouTube to get help. We were exhausting every possibility. Quitting was definitely not an option for us. So a lot of the experiences are for a lot of my kids that I just find myself sharing all the time. That's awesome because sometimes, you know, sometimes we walk into situations assuming you know, even with intelligent people, you know, uh, I work in technology by the day, and sometimes, um, uh, the, the when between very intelligent people, sometimes the, there's an assumption, right? An assumption is, is probably the lowest form of communication, where uh, uh, and leads to a lot of a lot of issues. But you took the time mm-hmm. to recognize and saw, you know, uh, as you heard all the P's before, you know, you saw the principles, you saw the patterns, you saw the process, and um, uh, you wanted to lend uh, and be helpful in, in that area because not everybody is equipped, uh, and, and part and a, a strong part of even teaching is equipping. You know, uh, making sure that they're equipped to, to to make quality decisions later on. So, uh, you, you're, you're, what your dad put in you, you're putting into your students, which is which is which is awesome, which is awesome. So. Um, uh, I, and, and I noticed you kept it up to date. One of, one of the kids uh, was using a, a cell phone in classroom. Now, now that's going to be interesting because even now, as kids, some kids are remote and some kids are in class. Uh, with with technology, uh, technology is a uh, is a tool. It can be a blessing. It can be a curse. Uh, sometimes uh, there could be a distraction. It's great to see that the father, which is I guess that's a, a type and shadow of Al himself, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, 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 laid out the difficulty, just like he did with you, uh, when, when you talked about timeliness, how um, you lay out the problem, the potential problems ahead of time, and so that, even now you say that you can hear your dad talking to you. It's for us who are older to point out the difficulties ahead. You know, Lamont and I, my best friend who formed further and farther, uh, uh, we, we always say that, that, that as a father, you're prophet, priest, king, and all the other things. But the one that's hardest to be is the prophet because the prophet mm-hmm. gives hope, right? Everybody loves the hope part, but the prophet also gives warning. And, and yes. with warning comes consequences. So yes. well, can, can we talk about the importance of laying things out so that kids, uh, uh, not just kids, anyone, because we're all subject to consequences with regard to our decisions and the importance, because that's, that, that's kind of tied throughout the book, the importance of, uh, of consequences and decision-making. Um, can you speak to the importance of of us laying out the hope and the warning to those who will read the book as children, but also for adults to encourage them to do the same with their children. Yes, I can definitely speak to that because Lord knows I speak to it a lot just being an (laughs) educator. 
And I just, I would definitely say growing up, my dad used to give me these two-hour speeches, and I used to hate it. He would sit me down at the kitchen table, and that's one of the things that you saw in the book is us sitting down at the table because the table is a very important piece of furniture in our home. The place yeah. where we congregate, and I just remember he would sit me down and have these two-hour lectures, and it would drive me insane. And I remember one day he sat me down, and I just gave him the entire lecture back to him. And at that moment, I'm thinking I'm just so over it. But as an adult now, I appreciate that because I really internalized that I heard it so much yes. that it was just it became a part of me. And something yeah. that kids and parents I really encourage is having that meaningful dialogue with your kids. Sometimes it's yeah. hard to have those conversations, but I appreciate him telling me, okay, you can do this, but this is the consequence that comes behind it if you do that. So even when I did not always take heed to what he said, I was just kind of doing my own thing. When it came back around, the only thing I could do was accept my consequence because I had that knowledge. And that's yeah. something that I always tell my kids, with the knowledge comes responsibility. And once you yeah. know better, you're supposed to do better. I mean, of course, I was a kid, even sometimes as an adult, I, I feel like I'm making the right decision and it doesn't happen. And it's okay to not be hard on yourself. But it's so important to give them the options. Just as yeah. an educator, I remember sitting in meetings with parents, and they're upset because their child is acting a certain way. And so many times I would say, that's not the acceptable behavior, but you have to give your baby an option of something else to do. So if you yeah. don't want them to do a lot of talking in class, what else can they do? Because if you just beating the mess out of them, that's not correcting the behavior. You got to give them some options, and that's something that my dad did for us. But he will also let us know these are the options. If you step out of those options, these are the consequences that come along with it. So in my mind, mainly my brother, because he was more of the hard headed one, he just really accepted. <laughs> the consequences because <laughs> the law had already been laid. So it wasn't like we didn't know what the deal was. We knew. Yes. But you always have kids that want to just try you. And yes. you would try it, and then you would get that consequence. And through through discipline is love. And that's why I tell my kids I discipline you because I love you. If I let you yes. do whatever you want to do, that means that I don't care about you. That's Follow powerful. my instruction because the things that I'm telling you are things that will help you not put you in a bad situation. And so that's where that sternness came from, and that's something that my mom and dad would tell us just growing up. We are not your friend. We're your parent. Mm. I didn't become my parent's friend until I became an adult, but if I had yes. to choose between having a parent and a friend all day, I will choose a parent because even yeah. at 38 years old, I still need both my mom and my dad. That is Every powerful. Every of my life, I need both of them. And it's amazing how even my mom told me, 
She said, being a parent is a rewarding job, but it is a job that you will never retire from. And that is a true yeah. fact. Yes. 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 So, so I need you, Daddy, by Courtney Lewis. So, Courtney, where, where can they pick up this book? Where can they buy this book? How can they support you? And how can they support a- a- Ashley and you and Ashley and what you're doing? Um, uh, and also, we want to stay connected to you, with you in Further and Fathering. We, we have our Dynamic Daughters of Distinction where we honor women, and we, we want to stay connected with you. So even when we're offline, uh, uh, we want to reconnect with you guys, okay? But tell, them, tell, them, tell the audience where they can get I Need You, Daddy. All right, so it is you're saying it a little bit backwards. So it's Daddy, I Need You. Okay, I said but it backwards. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just a little backwards, but it's pretty much the same thing. So if Daddy, <laughs> I Need You, it can be found on Amazon. I do actually have an Instagram page that I've recently started just highlighting fathers, and that handle is at underscore fathers matter. And if you want to connect with Ashley, her um, Instagram information is at the Ashley, spelled A-S-H-L-E-Y, the letter M, King. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, in, in, in this last five minutes, we, have, we actually have one caller on the line. I wanted to, to, to get them in before we pray out. Um, 6175, are you there? 6175? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm here. Um, awesome. How are you doing? How are you doing, my brother? Do you have a question for Ashley? Uh, and 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 um daddy I and uh, daddy I need you I, I don't have a question but I I do uh, have a statement um I do like that because uh, uh, a lot of times the father are are overshadowed they are the father are overshadowed um uh, uh, we are usually the um uh, like I don't like you said the king or uh, um, control of the house, and and by that, um, it keeps organization. Because I know in my house, I like to be the, uh, I'm the last one to come to. If there's a problem, I'm the last one to come to. You go to mom, you go to anybody else, but uh, daddy's gonna make it happen to get it right. So uh, this mm-hmm. is uh, Pastor Brown, but yeah, the, a lot of times uh, the father uh, overlooked because they are supposed to get the um, protect the family, not just. Uh, Physical, but spiritual, and their hearts, and uh, people. A lot of people don't see that because we do stand in the background. You know, when we come down to Mother's Day, everybody goes out and buy mothers everything they want—the car, the house, the big thing. Yeah, and father gets a tie. So, you know, <laughs> and you, that's appreciated. That, that, that tie is appreciated because yes. we really don't tell you me. I really don't want anything that's the happiness of my household. Pastor Brown, you know I love you. Yeah. Awesome, yeah, awesome. <laughs> and we'll we'll also connect offline. So we're down to the last three minutes. Uh, I want to give Ashley, uh, um, sorry, um, uh, uh, Courtney, a chance to to um, give any shout outs she wants to give out uh, before, in the last two three minutes. Is there anyone you want to shout out? 
I want to shout out further and fathering, fatherhood. Um, excuse me, further and fathering. Thank you so much for just the opportunity. I want to thank Ashley as well for landing me this opportunity. I want to thank my family. I want to thank my friends. And most most high definitely I want to thank God because without him, all of this would not have been possible. When it was tough on me, the word gave me some, some uplifting. He put he heard my prayers and he put me in the path of the right way, of the right people. So I am just really just full and grateful. And I want to shout out all of the fathers. And I just encourage you to just continue to just father your kids because we need you. That's, that, that's powerful. That is powerful. So, so, um, uh, um, Courtney, I'm going to pray out real quick and, um, we look forward to connecting with you again and um, keep up the great work and keep uh, the work ethic, the timeliness, and, and keep, keep keeping your word like, you're, like, like Mr. Al Lewis said. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord. Daddy, we need you. You are furthering fathering. Where fatherhood is elevated, where families are empowered, and the communities are transformed by our five core principles that form the word heart, H-E-A-R-T, honor. And we're glad to have the honor of Courtney on our show, encouragement. We look for the courage to operate in worth ethic and timeliness and keeping our word. Uh, accountability. We, we definitely want, Lord, for them to understand the hope and the warning so that they do not have to deal with the consequence that they're prepared ahead of time. And uh, reconciliation, help them, give them options, Lord, so that they can reconcile, repair, restore, and redeem themselves back to health, productivity, and, and testimony, and training. Help us to train up the children, help us to train up the men and women and families in the way that should go, so that when they're old, they will not depart from it, and also that they glorify you in all their ways, for you are our Heavenly Father, our Abba. We thank you in the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, amen and amen. Until next week, we love you. Amen. Amen.